Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Slice of Healthcare. I'm your host, Jared Taylor. On today's episode, we have Chelsea Sams, a NICU RN and Cherokee brand ambassador. Very excited to have Chelsea on the podcast. I'm not even going to waste any time. So without further ado, let's get her on the podcast. Hi, Chelsea. Yes. Hi, Chelsea. Thank you so much for joining us on the Slice of Healthcare podcast. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Very excited to have you on and, and get uh, get the ball rolling with this podcast. I think it would be best if you give the audience a little intro about who you are, what you're doing, and we can go from there. Cool. Um, so my name is Chelsea, and I am a registered nurse. Um who am I? <laughs> I am a New Yorker, born and raised, um, but I went to school in Maryland. So I went to the University of Maryland College Park for undergrad, uh, where I got a Bachelor's of Science in Community Health. And then I went on to nursing school um, in Maryland as well, uh, but at a different school. I went to Johns Hopkins University to get my um, BSN, so my bachelor's in nursing. And then after nursing school, I took a job out in California. My very first nursing jobs were out in California, and I spent two years there, and I just got back to New York last month, Um, just moved back home, and I got a new job, so now I'm working in the city. and I'm a NICU nurse, um, which is, it stands for neonatal intensive care unit. So yeah, that's a little bit about me. Interesting. What was the licensing process like for you to work in California? Um, well, it was, oh, gosh, because uh, <laughs> because the boards of nursing are, can be somewhat of a headache a headache to deal with especially the California Board of Nursing because it's such a big state and one board of nursing so literally thousands of nurses are you know uh, trying to you know coordinate their licensing with that one board so it's it can get kind of crazy but I lucked out because fresh out of nursing school um, what I did was I applied for a Maryland license and I got um, my license at the state of Maryland, and then I endorsed my license over to California um, right after I passed my boards. And it was the Maryland Board of Nursing was just a little bit faster in um, their licensing process. They kind of had like a, I guess you can say like an alliance with my nursing school to kind of expedite the process. So all I had to do was pass my boards in the state of Maryland. So I was licensed in Maryland and then I endorsed, I just you submit more paperwork and money to the California board of nursing and then they'll license you um, to work in California. So that was basically it. Long process though. Huh? It's a lot of moving parts. Oh yes. You have to get a background check. You have to submit your application you have to have your nursing license verified and, send the money they're here they only accept you know cashier's check or money order and mail this part and go get fingerprinted and all that stuff like it it is quite a process it takes a couple weeks um and then you know i had to endorse my license again over to new york state so that i can work in new york now and that was a whole process interesting 
Yeah. And that's a couple weeks is assuming everything goes well. Yes. You know, um, the California Board of Nursing, they were cutting it close with me. I, um, you know, when you call there, you're on hold for like an hour and then somebody finally answers the phone and it's like a whole long process. So, you know, by the grace of God, I was able to get my licensing in line because, you know, in nursing, if you are not licensed in that state or if you don't have like a compact state license, which means there's like a few states within the United States that have like an alliance where you're licensed in one that basically you're licensed in all of the other states. I don't know. I think it's about 15 states that do that or something like that. Um, but if you are not licensed in that state to work, then you cannot accept that job and then they will rescind your job offer. So I was getting nervous um, when I accepted this new job about my paperwork at the California Board of Nursing um, because if my license didn't come in on time and didn't clear with New York State, because California and New York have to coordinate with each other in order to endorse the license. So I was nervous that they were going to rescind the job offer if I didn't get licensed in time, but I did. But it's quite the process. Very interesting. Yeah, it's, uh, that's, that's slow. <laughs> that's very oh, slow. It takes weeks, sometimes months. So you have to plan accordingly when people want to, you know, up and move somewhere, you have to start early, like two or three months out. You need to start your application process in order to get your license on time for another state. Do you believe that could be a driving factor sometimes why certain professionals won't go to another state? Cause they're like, do I really want to even go through that headache? Mm, I think it's a little bit more, there's more factors that go into it. It just kind of depends on, who it is that wants to go to another state. Like for me, I'm a single person. I don't have any children yet. So for me to up and leave, you know, it would just be me worried about my license. It's not me worrying about me also transporting my children and my life to another, you know, another state. So it's kind of easier when you're young. I think when you're married and have children and have a family, or if you're taking care of your parents and, you know, it, it gets a little bit more complicated because, yeah, like you are busy and you still kind of have a life outside of nursing. And so that is just another, can be another stressor if it's not like managed well, the whole yeah. application process. So I, I do think it, it just kind of depends on the person. Interesting. Very interesting. What, uh, why did you get into nursing? What was the real thing that's like, this is what I want to do for a career? What was that thing for you? Oh, yeah. Um, it's kind of like I have like a long answer and a short answer. Um, I'm going to just merge them into one and keep it brief. But, you know, I always was interested in the medical field. Since high school, I was always more on the science side and, you know, all of that stuff, taking biology and, you know, all those other courses. Um, but I wasn't so sure in high school if I wanted to be a doctor or a PA or a nurse. I couldn't make up my mind. So, when I when it came time to decide um, for college, I was just like, you know what, I'm just going to choose a college that I like as opposed to like, there's not not every college or undergraduate school has nursing as a major. So I was like, you know, let me just choose the school that I want to go to because I'm not 1000% sold on nursing just yet. Um, whether or not the school has a major, I'm just going to go there and I'll figure it out. So that's what I did. And I ended up at the University of Maryland, go Terps. Um, and 
um, love the school. And I just did a little bit of research and there is such thing as um, accelerated nursing programs where you, you know, you take um, prerequisite courses and then you apply to nursing school after you have your first, first bachelor's. It's like a accelerated second degree program, basically. So the one I did was 17 months. Um, but really what locked me into nursing was an experience of when I myself got sick in undergrad. Um, sophomore year, I started losing my vision in one eye and then it was just like really blurry. And then all of a sudden, gradually, the other eye went really blurry, bounced from doctor to doctor, bounced from hospital to hospital. Nobody knew what it was. Meanwhile, I'm still taking on a full course load. I couldn't even see like the PowerPoints in class. I couldn't see the keys on my keyboard. So I was like getting around by hearing. So I was recording my lectures and then playing them back later on. Um, and then you know, just kind of like asking people for help with like notes and stuff like that. And anyways, that experience was crazy. But in that experience, that's when I was exposed to firsthand um, what nursing was. And, you know, I saw the flexibility in nursing. And I just it just locked me in from that experience. It was like the nurses that were checking on me and doing a lot of the work at the bedside um, or in the office setting. And, you know, I just kind of sought out mentors within the nursing field. I did some shadowing while I was an undergrad. Um, And every nurse that I knew in my life, you know, when I was in college or in high school, loved what they did. Um, And that was something that meant a lot for me. I wanted to pursue a career that I knew that I was going to love and it you know it wouldn't always feel like work when I'm going to work um so it was just kind of a mixture of me always being kind of like a health geek slash me actually being a patient slash you know seeking out the mentorship aspect of um nursing and I went with it and I love it (laughs) that's great that's uh I, I I get to hear a lot of those answers and yours was really great because usually the best ones have that really like touching that point like whether it was a family illness or something happening with Mm -hmm. yourself yeah something that really like that's when you know you're passionate about something you're you're doing it uh, for a much bigger reason than um i mean pay is important money's obviously super important right uh lifestyle everything but when you can really be passionate about what you're doing without even like factoring in the other stuff Mm -hmm. it's it's a really powerful thing right right yeah and it you know it was you know after when you do your research like if you're interested in the medical field and you're not sure what route you want to take you really have to do your research and I I tell a lot of people that ask me about you know how I ventured into nursing school how I decided med school versus nursing school PA school going the NP route I always tell them to shadow somebody in that position shadowing experience gives you firsthand walking a mile in their shoes even if it's just for like three days out of the week you go to somebody's office you go to a hospital and you literally just have a chance to watch what it is that they do everyday routine um, and ask questions because a lot of people think they want to be in healthcare or think they want to be a nurse think they want to be a doctor but really have no idea what it really entails um 
so that's my number one advice. And that's something that I did um, before deciding on nursing. I made sure I reached out to a number of nurses to shadow them in their position, what it is that they do. And that was another factor that locked me in. I was like, this is great. This is exactly what I could see myself doing. Um, and it's a good filter because I could have shadowed them and said, oh, my gosh, I never want to do this. I don't want to be a nurse. You know, let me choose this route or go this route or go get a different degree. It kind of helps you like, you know, like not waste time when you get shadowing experience. So that's like one chunk of advice that I always tell people that are like interested in either a career change or they're in college and can't decide and stuff like that. That's a really good point. I want to go into a little bit about really some of your goals uh, that you have from a healthcare perspective. Mm -hmm. So do you want to continue in your, uh, in the nursing path that you're in today? Are there any plans in mind to pursue like becoming a nurse anesthetist or a nurse practitioner or anything like that? Um, Either answer is fine. I'm interested in hearing that. Yeah, I have a couple, you know, long-term goals up my sleeve, long-term, short-term. Most immediately, um, right now I'm a NICU nurse, but there are different levels to the NICU. So there's, you know, level one, two, three, and four. And four, level four NICU is the highest level. So you get the sickest babies, the most rarest diseases, surgeries, ECMO, all that jazz. So that's really where you learn the most is at a level four NICU. And those are usually like, uh, what is it called? Like teaching hospitals have level four NICUs or the really, really big name hospitals or level four NICUs. Um, so this will be my first level four experience um, as a NICU nurse at this current job that I'm at. So I do want to get um, a couple years under my belt to kind of um, learn more about the neonatal population and sharpen my skills. Um, and then once I get a couple years under my belt, one thing that I really want to try and do is legal nurse consulting. So essentially you work um, with like a law firm or a lawyer um, on certain um, cases like uh, either malpractice or, you know, somebody suing a doctor or a hospital or something like that. And you help interpret um, like medical records for the um for the attorney because they don't know the medical jargon or what they're looking at when you're reading a patient's chart or um, you sit, you sit in on a case as an expert witness, not an expert witness, but you know, just kind of like the expert of the field Um, and you can go to trial and you can, you know, help the lawyer, you know, build a case or just kind of like digest the case. And that seems really cool. That's one of the things I love about nursing is that it's so flexible you can literally do anything I, if I wanted I could go to law school and become a nurse lawyer um I'm just not sure <laughs> I don't think I want to go to law school because I have enough loans but it's a possibility um so I do want to check out um legal nurse consulting um I want to become a certified NICU nurse so I have to sit for an exam for that um and it just kind of gives you credentials um towards NICU nursing like kind of like you're declaring like this is my specialty in nursing um and you get to add letters to your name um and what else do I want to do in nursing I kind of want to take on some leadership positions at my new job eventually maybe after like two years in the game 
um, maybe climbing up the ladder a little bit. I don't know. There's so much stuff. I've also thought about travel nursing. So I don't know the order of how things are going to happen. What's most important and most my most immediate short-term goals is just to gain my level four experience and really fine-tune my nursing skills and bedside skills within the neonatal population. And then once I get a little bit more expertise, um, you know, I have some wiggle room to start, you know, branching out and doing different things within nursing. But there's literally so much stuff I want to get done before I retire. <laughs> wow. Uh, well, the good news, you have a ton of different options, which is awesome. Yeah. And I'm sure that list of options will just continue to grow as you progress in your career. So oh, that's sure. great. Mm-hmm. What are some what are some interests for you outside of nursing? Um, I really have a passion. It kind of still has to do with nursing, but I have a passion for mentoring. Um, and that passion came from actually having a really awesome mentor myself throughout my college career and into my young adult years. Um, and I literally, I feel like I would not be a nurse today without her. (laughs) It's, it sounds crazy to say, but like, she's literally like, picked me off off of my face you know from you know when life starts slapping you around and you're like rock bottom she's literally been there through almost everything and like literally has mentored me through this thing called life um and I want to be able to give that experience to young high schoolers that um don't have the access to kind of like college prep like mostly high schoolers that are interested in the healthcare field I really do want to start like a summer program for them, like less fortunate um, in order to kind of tell them what they need to do to prepare for college. Like if med school is in their future or if they think they want to be a nurse, kind of like steps to take, like here's where you can start now, even in high school, Um, you know, just giving them little tidbits on like, this is what I did, you know, here's what you can do now. And when you get to college, you need to do X, Y, Z. So I'm really, really passionate about mentoring. And I kind of have a couple of things up my sleeve in order to uh, get that off the ground. But I, that is something that I do enjoy. And I do want to be able to kick off within the next year or so. That's great. I want to close out the podcast with you telling the audience where they can follow you. Sure. I'll also include uh, include any links to social profiles or anything like that that you want me to in the show notes. So they'll be readily available for everyone that listens. Okay. Um, Cool. So um, you can follow me on Instagram. My name is at allrealbeauty underscore. So A-L-L-R-E-A-L-B-E-A-U-T-Y underscore. Um, And I also just like literally last week just started a new Instagram page that is kind of in under construction but you can follow it it's called I know newborns so I-K-N-O-W-N-E-W-B-O-R-N-S I know newborns and that's going to be a little bit of a platform for first-time moms um, that take their newborn babies home either from maternity or from the NICU Just simple, everyday questions about caring for your infant um, while at home. Questions that might pop 
pop up like is my baby pooping enough or is this normal you know is this rash normal what do I do when this happens stuff about breastfeeding um so that will be a platform that's going to be up and running within the next week or so so follow me on both that's great and like I just mentioned they'll be in the show notes and when this goes out, we'll put it on our social platforms and we'll, we'll tag you in it. We'll Dope. get it out there and uh, very excited for, for us to release this in the upcoming weeks. Awesome. That's dope. So, thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank you so much for being on the Slice of Healthcare podcast. You have a great day. Thanks. You too. Thank you to everyone who tuned in for another episode of Slice of Healthcare. Please be sure to follow us on our social channels on pretty much every social channel it's at slice of healthcare on twitter it's at slice of hc we don't use that much but we will answer if anyone tweets at us or sends us a message there also for those of you that are listening on itunes please be sure to head over to itunes leave us a rating slash review we'd really appreciate the support and feedback and if you're interested in being a guest on the podcast please reach out at uh, slice of healthcare at gmail.com or send us a message on Instagram or any of our other channels and we'll get right back to you. Thanks and everyone have a great day. The podcast you just heard was published with Anchor. Got something you want to say to the creator of this show? Send them a voice message using the Anchor app, free for iOS and Android.